Amen. It's very clear to me that the church fathers, as they designed the calendar of the church readings that we partake in each and every Sunday, did so with a very clear intention of preparing us for the seasons that we're about to undergo. Over the past month in the uh, sanctuary during the Divine Liturgy, we preached on the readings of the Sundays, and they began with lessons from the Gospel of John about how to approach Christ, how to become nearer to Christ, on what levels do we uh, grow closer to Him, what are our expectations of Him, what is His expectations of us, how do we develop that relationship. And over the past couple weeks, Christ has been talking to us through the Holy Gospel specifically about our needs and our desires and what we do to fulfill them. Particularly last week, Christ was speaking to us about our hunger. As we read in the Holy Gospel, Christ said, I am the bread of life. As God fed those in the desert who were hungry with manna from heaven, I have come from heaven, I am the only begotten Son of God, and I am that bread. I am the bread of immortality. I am the bread of life. The implication being, if you're hungry, if you're hungry for me, then I will give you life. Today, Christ is speaking about another need. He's speaking about thirst. In the seventh chapter of the Gospel of St. John, Christ on the Feast of the Tabernacles, on the seventh day of the Feast of Tabernacles, when the people come and they begin to pull water from the well as part of a sacred ritual, Christ comes and He says, all of those who thirst, if you are thirsty, come to Me and drink. And from you will spring, will flow, It's depending upon the translation. From your belly, it says, or from your heart, it means. Or from within you will flow rivers of living water. From within yourself, if you drink of me, there will flow rivers of living water. What is Christ talking about? Well, when we encounter water throughout the Bible, we have to remember that there's a very consistent symbology which is applied to it. Water is a symbol of cleanliness. Water is a symbol of purity. Water is something that we all need. All of life, all of creation shares this need, the need for water, for pure water, for something to nourish our bodies in the most absolute, complete, and basic way. But most importantly, water is a symbol of the Holy Spirit. What's by water, being baptized in water, being cleansed in the holy baptismal font, that we become a member of the household of God. Water is the gateway. That purity, that cleanliness, that sanctity is the means by which we become filled with the Holy Spirit. And this is what Christ was talking about. That if you are thirsty and you come to me, I will fill you with the Holy Spirit. To such a degree and with such abundance that you will overflow. You will overflow into the world around you with the gifts of the Holy Spirit, with kindness, with generosity, with forbearance, with mercy, 
with all of these things that we possess, these attributes which are often difficult to maintain within ourselves, if we're being honest with ourselves, all of these attributes which sanctify us and keep us holy are ours if we thirst for them. But that is the clause. That is the condition. We have to be thirsty for them. If we are to receive the bread of life, we must be hungry for it. If we are to drink from the water of life, then we must be thirsty for it. Christ is very clear about these conditions. And so we have to ask ourselves, are we really thirsty for it? And this is a very sincere, honest, and important question to ask ourselves. Many of us who often come to church may find that we are lacking in the Spirit. We may find that we're not experiencing this phenomenon that Christ is promising us in the Holy Gospel. But we have to ask ourselves, are we fulfilling our end of the condition? Are we actually thirsty for what it is that Christ is offering? I told a story in Armenian, which I wasn't going to tell in English, because I've been podcasting my sermons lately, and people can get it online, and I didn't want my mother-in-law to find out, but I'll tell it in English anyway. When we first moved to San Francisco, we would go to Los Angeles often. We still do. And naturally, it's a long drive, as we all know, right? Being part of living in the Bay Area means that you have to drive to Los Angeles from time to time. And we would stop on the way and get something to eat. Usually we'd go to In-N-Out, because that's where we love to go on the road. We had our favorite In-N-Out along the way. The problem was, whether we were arriving at 10 o'clock in the morning or 10 o'clock at night, whenever we arrived to our in-law's house in L.A., Yeretskin's family's house, the table would be completely full. There was every kind of food, and Yeretskin's mother had been working all day long to prepare a meal for us, a sick, herisa, mante, kufte, inchvorga, sarma, teratsa, badrastad, jashed, everything fresh and ready for us to enjoy. The problem was... I just had a double-double, and I wasn't really hungry. And she would get offended, because I wasn't eating her food. How much herisa can you eat after you've had a double-double, if you're a normal human being? Uh, And so she would be upset, naturally, right? She would be offended. Why isn't this man, what's wrong with his appetite? You know, why isn't he eating all this food which I've lovingly prepared? So eventually I learned that whether or not I was hungry, I had to discipline myself to not eat on the road. Because when I got home in L.A., there was going to be a lot of food waiting for me. I needed to make sure that I was hungry when I got there, and discipline was necessary for that. And this is what Christ is speaking to us about today. He's concerned with our needs and our desires and how we fulfill them. Because every single one of us has a spiritual desire. And we fulfill that spiritual desire in different ways. Church is not the only means by which we attempt to fulfill that need in our life. And we know this. We fulfill it with shopping. We fulfill it with uh, gossiping. We fulfill it with uh, vanity. We fulfill it with the illusion that if we achieve in other areas of our life, we will feel that that spiritual longing has been met. But we know that there's only one thing that fulfills that longing, 
and it's what Christ has to offer. But He expects us to be hungry and thirsty for it when we encounter it. Because if we aren't, we won't receive it. So the question is, today, are we thirsty for this? And how do we know? Are we happy to receive this message from the Gospel? Are we excited about sharing it with others and applying it in our life? Do we feel as though that we are full of that Spirit that's ready to burst from within our bellies, our hearts, and our inner being? If we don't feel that way, it's because we haven't truly drank from those living waters because we weren't thirsty enough to receive them. That discipline that's necessary, the discipline to not go to in and out on the road, that discipline is something that we cultivate through a life in the church. It's something that we cultivate especially during the period of Great Lent. And we'll speak more about that discipline next week. Amen.